Welcome to the C3 Church Watson Podcast. Our vision is to connect you to Jesus, develop you as a follower of Christ, and empower you to build the church. We hope you are blessed by this week's message. This December we're looking at how God coming to earth in the form of Jesus has changed everything. We're looking at what having God with us means because it did change everything and it changes everything every day having God with you changes every day of your life Isaiah 9 verse 6 says this for a child is born to us not to them but to us a son is given to us the government will rest on his shoulders and he will be called wonderful counselor mighty God everlasting father the Prince of Peace. For a child is born to us. Have you ever wondered why God sent Jesus to the world as a child? Look, there are, there are a number of reasons for this, but one reason that I want to bring out this morning is that it, it actually is a... God, in that sending of Jesus sent a message to all of us. Because a child, a baby, is not someone that you stand away from. It's not someone that you don't want to get close to, right? What's more beautiful than a little baby? I want to touch every little baby that I see. (laughs) And their parents don't always like it. But I want to smell them. I want to be near them. A child is not someone you are afraid, too afraid to approach. A child is touchable and approachable. So in sending Jesus as a child, God was sending another message as well, and the message is that he, God, is touchable and approachable. Our God is touchable and approachable, so don't be standoffish today. Don't hide yourself away from him. Don't try and cover up what he already sees. Come right up close. That is the message of a child in a manger, is that God wants every single one of us to come right up close. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The government will rest on his shoulders. You may have times when you look around the world and you wonder why certain things are happening and how on earth can certain things be happening, God. Can I assure you today that no matter what you see, And no matter how things appear, ultimately, the government rests on his shoulders. Ultimate rule and dominion of this world is his. It's his shoulders. And just at the right time, he will come back and change everything forever. Do not be afraid by what you see. Be assured and find peace in the truth that the government rests on his shoulders. And his name will be called Wonderful Counselor. Do you need a counselor today? Do you have a problem today and you're not quite sure what to do or where to go? Are you looking for an answer today? He has the right answer for you. Just for you. In fact, the Bible says he knows what you need before you ask. I've found that he knows what I need before I even know what I need. Anyone ever found that about God? He knows what I need before I know. 
He is the helper. He is your helper. He is there right beside you waiting at times for you just to turn to him. He wants to comfort. Sometimes he needs to correct, bring direction, fill you with faith and hope. He is the wonderful counselor and he wants to talk to you. He talks to us in many different ways. Some, some, sometimes he talks to us in dreams. My husband regularly will wake up and he will have had a dream where God has spoken to him. My dreams are not God speaking to me at all. They're weird. I don't understand them. But God speaks to me. He counsels me. I was in a meeting a little while ago. And in this meeting, I wasn't doing anything at all. I was sitting in the meeting, which doesn't happen very often. And a scripture came up on the, on the screen. And, so, and they read out the scripture. And I just, oh, that's a good scripture. Beautiful. And the Holy Spirit said to me, look at that again and read that again. Because you need that. I said, really? Yes, you need that. Take that, that is yours. You know how I said that he knows what I need before I know? Well, that was one of those occasions. Because if he hadn't said to me, take that, that's yours, some things that happened since that date, if I didn't have that, I had nothing. I would have been flat on the floor, a total mess. But because I had that, because he is the wonderful counsellor, and he gave me what I, and you, right here today, right here today, God wants to give you what you need. You need something. He wants to speak to you right here, right now, in this place, whatever it is that you need to hear from him today. You may have already heard it in worship. You may have sung it in a song. You may hear it from the word of God. You may hear it from someone next to you who says something to you. I don't know where you might hear it, but he's the wonderful counselor and he knows what you need and he will speak to you if you are open and willing to listen. He is the mighty God. Our God is mighty. He is mighty to save. He is mighty to heal. He is mighty to deliver. He is mighty to bring freedom. He is able. He is the God who overcame death. There is nothing else that is too difficult. He is the God who can do more than you can ever hope or imagine. He is mighty God. So some of you need to get the promise the thing that he has given to you, that he has spoken to you, that the wonderful counsellor has given to you. He's given you a promise. Some of you need to start declaring that promise into the valley of dry bones that you're looking at right now. And you need to start saying it and prophesying it into the valley of dry bones because he is the mighty God. And the declaration that comes out of your mouth will change the situation that is in front of you. He is the everlasting father. You may have had a wonderful earthly father, you may not. No matter what kind of father you had, God is the perfect, everlasting father. And you know what? He wants you to enjoy the benefits of living under his care. Did you know that about him? There are benefits of living under the care of the everlasting father. And he wants you to enjoy those. He will never give up on you, ever, Regardless of what's going on in your life, he is unchanging. 
He is never worn out. He is never tired. He is never in a bad mood. And every good and perfect gift comes from him, from above, to you. He is the same today as he will be tomorrow. And you can count on him and you can rely on him. He will go to incredible lengths to show you the extent of his love. You look at the, the father, the everlasting father in the story of the prodigal son who just waited. He just stood and waited, waited and waited because of his great love. That is our God. That is your God. And finally, what we're talking about today is he's the Prince of Peace. This translates to Lord of Peace. He is the Lord of Peace. Who likes the sound of that? Who likes the sound of some calm and rest for your soul? How do we access and walk every day in and experience the peace that only Jesus can provide? I don't always find it easy. Anyone? Anyone else? It's no accident that when God announced Jesus coming, he called him the Prince of Peace. Because he knew what we needed and he knew that that would be a struggle in our life at times. John 16, 33, Jesus said to his disciples, I've told you all of this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows. Anyone experienced a trial or a sorrow? Jesus is saying, guys, it's going to be tough sometimes. But it doesn't just stop there. He says, but take heart. Because I have overcome the world. At times you will struggle, I struggle with fear or anxiety. We will find ourselves having trouble in this world. But there is a peace. There is a peace that you cannot understand. That will come and rest on your life. It will wrap you up in its strength in its warmth. It will cut through the situation. It will rest on you. It will help you to breathe. It will help you to focus. It will help you to function because Jesus himself, the Prince of Peace, who has overcome the world, he has also overcome any problem you find yourself in. For every storm you face, there is a peace to calm your storm. Because we all go through storms. There's a storm in the Bible in Mark 4 where the, the, the disciples got into a boat with Jesus and then he rudely went down into the stern and had a sleep. The storm started raging, flaring up, the winds were blowing, the turmoil was, turmoil was happening and Jesus, in verse 38, was in the stern, head on a pillow, sleeping taking a nap. Now there's not much more peaceful than taking a nap, right? Nothing as peaceful. Who likes taking a nap? Who's planning a nap this afternoon? I was hoping for a nap yesterday, but there was no time. You know when your body, your, your whole body goes, right now. It's now or never. When I was decorating a birthday cake or something, doing something. So there was no nap for me. But Jesus had a nap. And he was able to take a nap in that storm 
or in any storm because storms don't threaten him and they don't worry him. And he is peaceful despite any storm because he's bigger than any storm. And the God who is bigger than any storm is actually living right inside you as well. So that is good news today. That's really good news. But I think that quite often during the turmoil and the raging winds and the darkness threatening to take us out, we think, God, if you're asleep in my storm, maybe you don't care about my storm. Maybe you're just unmoved by what's going on. If you knew what was going on, God, God, if you would just wake up, and if you knew what was going on, surely you could do something as you try for what feels like the hundredth time to talk some sense into that loved one who won't listen to you. As you go back to prayer again and again and again about that issue that just doesn't seem to resolve. As you try and fight your way through the storm and you feel like you're all alone because, I mean, Jesus, he's asleep. And so in verse 38, the message version says, they roused him saying, teacher, is it nothing to you? that we're going down. Another version says, teacher, don't you care that we're going to drown? Can you just wake up? Can you wake up? And it's, it's, it's normal and natural to think his lack of moving on our behalf means a lack of love and concern for us on his behalf. But this is the, what I've learned, and this is the thing that I need to keep reminding myself He's never doing nothing, ever, never. He's never doing nothing. Even when he's sleeping, his eye is never off you. How does he do that? He's God, he can do it. Even when he's sleeping, his eye is never off you. And even even when he's sleeping, we're never out of his hand. And he never stops working on our behalf. But we can think, oh, well, he's not doing anything, so maybe I should do something. Maybe, maybe I need to something. Maybe we need to take, take a leaf out of his book and get some sleep during the storm. Maybe we just need to rest and allow him to do what only he can do. Go on. Psalm 127 says this, unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman keeps awake in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early. It's a word from the Lord for some of you. Who wants to take that word? But he doesn't just leave the early birds. Or to retire late. (laughs) All of my children, to retire late. Come on, guys. It is vain for you to rise up early, to retire late, to eat the bread of painful labors. For he gives to his beloved, even in his sleep. I love that scripture. You know, when I was tempted a little while ago, to live in the turmoil. Don't tell me you don't get tempted to live in the turmoil, because I know you do. 
And when I was tempted to be living in the turmoil, the Holy Spirit brought this verse to me and he said this to me. He said, I do my best work while you're sleeping. For he gives to his beloved even in his sleep. He said, I do my best work for you while you're sleeping. In other words, get your hands off it, woman. (laughs) He talks to me like that. It's okay, we're on good terms though. It's fine. In other words, let go and let me. Sometimes we're trying to control every aspect of our lives and we're placing the weight of every situation on our own shoulders and that scripture reminds us it's in vain. It's vain. It's vain to rely on yourself. It's vain to believe that it's all up to you. Working, 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 pushing, pushing, pushing. God never intended for you to live that way, ever. Well, someone's got to do it. Why don't you let him do it? How about that? Because it's when we bring him into the equation that everything changes. It's, and it's as we bring our cares that we're free to receive the supernatural peace that flows from him. God has provided us the answer to every worry we have. And it all happens through Jesus. Because God is with us. He is the Prince of Peace. Here's a great scripture for you, Isaiah 26 verse 3. You will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, whose thoughts are fixed on you. There are two things. There are two things, right? Our thoughts are fixed on him. Because the natural thing, the thing that we want to do is have our thoughts fixed on the problem. We want to have our thoughts fixed on the storm. We want to have our thoughts fixed on the wind and the waves. We want to have our thoughts fixed on all of the turmoil that's going on. But he says, that's not where your thoughts need to be. They need to be fixed on me. Fix your thoughts on me. When everything looks out of control, maybe it's a job, maybe the doctor gives you a bad report, maybe the school teacher's on the phone about one of the children. Maybe our marriage is a mess. There's more fighting than loving. There's more pain than joy. When, when all that is going on, he says, do you know where I can give you peace? If you're fixed, fix your mind on me. If you fix it on me. And then, I want you to do something even greater than that. I want you to trust me. Come on. I want you to trust me with it because it's not over until I say it's over and I am in control so you can trust me when I say I I'm not meaning me I'm meaning him God is in control so you can trust him he hasn't finished yet until he's finished it's not finished until he speaks it's not done until he decides he decides the time he decides the place he decides the season he is God who trust me. 1 Peter 5, 7 says, give all your worries and cares to God for he cares about you. Some of you here today are carrying around worries and cares that you're not meant to carry. Right now, right now, you need peace in your life. 
Cast your cares, give your worries and cares to God for he cares for you. That's what 1 Peter 5, 7 says. Right now in the middle of the storm. Can I have the band up, please? I want to read to you a passage of scripture from Psalm 46. I want you to let the truth of this sink in to every single cell in your body because the Word of God is alive. You can, you can stand on it. It's the strongest foundation you will ever stand on. It's, it's the most nourishing food you will ever eat. You may think that a great meal is great. Well, it's great, but let me tell you, the Word of God has more nourishment for you than anything else. And you can, you can jump up and down on it and it won't break. <laughs> God, use such a safe and powerful place to find refuge. You're a proven help in time of trouble, more than enough and always available whenever I need you. So we will never fear. Even if every structure of support were to crumble away, we will not fear even when the earth quakes and shakes, moving mountains and casting them into the sea. For the raging roar of stormy winds and crashing waves cannot erode our faith in you. For the raging roar of stormy winds and crashing waves cannot erode our faith in you. Is that your, is that your cry today? Let it be your cry today. Even in the raging storm, God, it will not erode my faith in you. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep standing. And then Psalm 46, 7 to 11 says, Here he comes, the commander, the mighty Lord of angel armies is on your side. The God of Jacob fights for you. Everyone look, come and see the breathtaking wonders of our God for He brings both ruin and revival. You know, there are seasons that we go through in life where it is a ruin. There is a ruin, there is a, there is a death, there is something that needs to be dismantled. He brings ruin, but He doesn't leave ruin. He also brings revival. For every death, He brings a resurrection. He brings new life. He's the one who makes conflicts end throughout the earth, breaking and burning every weapon of war. Surrender your anxiety. Be silent and stop your striving and you will see that I am God. I am the God above the nations and I will be exalted throughout the whole earth. Here He stands. The commander, the mighty Lord of angels' armies is on your side. The God of Jacob fights for you. While you are sleeping, while you are resting, while you are keeping your mind stayed on Him, while you are trusting Him, He is fighting for you and working everything out. Father, I want to pray right now for people that are here in this place who are in the middle of a storm 
And they think that's this storm is going to take them out. They can't see you. They don't understand what's going on. Father, I thank you, Lord, that you are fighting for them. And Father, I declare right now over their life, Lord, the same words that you declared, peace, be still. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Lord, that there is a new day coming for them. I thank you, Lord, that there is a door that is opening for them. I thank you, Lord, that even though they have felt ruin and devastation, Lord, that there is a promotion that is coming from the ruin. There is a promotion that is taking them to a new place and a new zone, Lord, in you and even in what you have for them to do. Father, I don't know exactly who I'm talking to today, but I thank you right now that you are speaking into people's hearts right now. Right now. Lord. Lord, touch them. Thank you that they can hold on to the faith that they have in you and that you move in Jesus' name. Jesus paid for our peace. He paid for your peace. He actually purchased peace for us, peace with God when He died on the cross. Isaiah says, but He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon Him and by His wounds we are healed. The punishment that brought us peace was upon Him. You know what that means? That means that He died and suffered so that we could have peace with God. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our church, find us online at c3churchwatson.com.au. We hope to see you in church again this weekend.